0: Doctors have read it. What's the biggest case of faking it you've ever seen? Taking trauma call during surgery residency, had a prisoner come in after a fight, and claimed he couldn't move or feel his legs. All the CT scans and MRIs were normal, but we would shield his legs so he couldn't see them and poke them with needles and other sharp objects, with enough force to cause pain. He never flinched or moved his legs at all. He was diagnosed with spinal cord injury without radiographic abnormality, SCIWORA. He stayed in the hospital for a week, no improvement, always had one guard with him. One night they were down in the lobby watching some television, but the guard needed to use the restroom the patient said where could i possibly go i'm paralyzed guard left him alone for two minutes patient last seen sprinting down the road naked butt cheeks flapping in the breeze made it to a city four hours away by car before he was caught again i have never seen anyone fake it so well truly playing the long con Dermatologist here, patient was convinced she had melanoma and needed a biopsy and would need to be on worker's comp. I told her it looked like ink from a marker. She demanded a biopsy. I wiped the area off with an alcohol swab and showed her the ink and that there was no spot on her skin anymore. She stormed out threatening to sue. I'm just glad I cured her melanoma. Not a doctor, but worked in healthcare for nearly 20 years. While taking a break from the ICU, due to it being emotionally draining, I worked in home health for a bit. I had a patient who clearly had Munchausen syndrome. On a daily basis, she would call her insurance to see what things would be covered if she was diagnosed with this or that. She called her doctor's office an average of five times during my shift with her. She would report all kinds of non-real symptoms. She pestered the doctors to do an explorative, laparoscopic surgery. Of course, nothing was found. One day I walked in and she was rubbing her incisions with rotten cabbage trying to get it infected. She wasn't seeking pain meds, except to sell. Really, she was just happy with antibiotics or stool softeners. Anything as long as they wrote her a prescription and she got to go to the pharmacy, where she did a whole song and dance for them too, claiming allergies and reactions. She always increased the exaggeration of her story too. One time she fluttered her eyes, after making sure I was looking, and said she lost consciousness in that half a second. She called the doctor and claimed she lost consciousness for five minutes. She called the insurance and claimed it was 10 minutes. She called the pharmacy and claimed it was 30 minutes. Then she called 911 and told them she woke up on the floor after losing consciousness for 4 hours. The worst thing about her was she was a mom. Her son was 28 at the time, and by all the stories of his childhood illnesses and her saying how he's severely disabled, I knew she basically effed up his childhood with Munchausen by proxy. She portrayed him as being severely disabled, and that's why he would never find a wife. I met him. He was healthy and of average intelligence. He wasn't looking for a wife, he was gay, but she refused to accept that. Working with her was so miserable that I took a couple years off from any and all healthcare after that. Had a patient come in for a fall, who now couldn't move their legs at all, did a bunch of tests, and didn't find anything. The patient was not at all phased by suddenly being paralyzed, which was the first red flag. Didn't really believe anything was wrong, but the patient was still not moving their legs. My options are to admit for a huge workup or to get them to walk. So I update them, saying everything is fine, tests are negative, you can go home. Patient gets up, gets dressed, and walks out without a word. My brother was an EMT for two years, and he told me this. People would try to use the ambulance as a means for transportation from Fulton to Oswego, because the hospital is in Oswego, by faking seizures. Sometimes when the head EMT guy was feeling fun and knew that the person was faking it, he'd say something like, Man, it's weird that he's having seizures, but not peeing himself. Apparently the person would kind of snap out of it for a second, weigh up the repercussions, then either pee themselves or stop faking. I thought that was hilarious. We had a patient faking a seizure, so my supervisor told one of us to get the brain needle. The patient made a miraculous and swift recovery without intervention. That's the best part about most of these fake stories. When they make up some form of fake machine, so that the patient stops faking. Cracks me up every time. Fake problems require fake solutions. Had a patient when I was an intern, faking blindness. She would constantly be playing on her smartphone, only furiously trying to hide it when someone from the care team came into her room. The best was when my attending one day strolled past her room and threw his hand up in a highly exaggerated hello wave. She started to throw her hand up, but caught herself halfway through, then threw her hand back into her lap and pretended to be staring off into nothing. Sorta along the same idea, working at a pharmacy we saw a guy come in and try to get a refill on some pain meds that had no refill. After pleading that his ear really hurt, we told him again we couldn't refill it. One of the employees saw him step into the hallway and take a pencil and jam it forcefully into his ear repeatedly, drawing blood. He calmly left and went to the ER. He came back a few hours later with a prescription for pain meds. One time my roommate, who is an ICU nurse, came to see one of my indoor soccer games. During the game, a player on the other team went down, hurt, and started screaming in pain, and swearing and rolling around while holding his ankle before he was eventually helped off the field. He then limped over to where the fans sat and watched the rest of the game brooding in silence before he left early. After the game, my roommate told me he was going to go over and see if there was anything he could do to help, until he saw that the guy was limping on the wrong leg. ER nurse, bringing a patient back to a room who said he had kidney stones. I had him stop at the bathroom and get a urine sample. Dude comes out with a specimen cup that literally has a piece of concrete in it. Looked him in the eye expecting some sort of joke. He was serious. I threw it away and walked his dumb A back to the waiting room to contemplate his stupidity. My next door neighbor would drink a 12-pack of Mountain Dew a day and keep kidney stones year-round to get pills. He had a pretty sweet deal too, getting 90 Lorisets, 90 Xanax, and 90s something else, I forget, every month from his doctor. He just couldn't stop doing other drugs and pissing dirty. I tell this story just because I was impressed with his determination to hurt himself and get a surgery once a year just to get high. Like, the absolute determination that it takes. My mother is a recovering addict and had been getting the same pills around that time and I don't recall her intentionally hurting herself. She just went with already messed up issues before she got herself into a clinic to get clean. Edit. Thanks for the gold, man. Who knew talking about my former junkie neighbor would get me gold? If you're reading this, Jerry, you know this was about you. Love you, man. Hope you get your ish together. When I was a medical student, I worked in the pediatric side of the emergency room, and we would give popsicles to all the kids. One afternoon, an eight year old came in with his father, and I asked what was wrong. The kid couldn't remember what he had complained about to his dad, and the dad couldn't remember why he had brought his kid in. The kid's mom was a nurse. She was working at another hospital at the time, and she was the one that would keep track of these things. Anyway, after a few minutes trying to figure out what was going on, the kid asked, So, can I have my popsicle now? The kid was 100% healthy. Unfortunately, we reinforced bad behavior, and both the kid and dad subsequently left with popsicles. I'm a surgery resident. When I was on my trauma rotation, we had a patient come in after an MVC with question that maybe the patient had seized and that had caused the accident. So he's in the trauma bay and starts shaking. The trauma nurse goes, oh, this isn't a real seizure. And the patient stops shaking, sits up, turns to the nurse and yells, you don't know an effing thing about me. I had a patient when I worked in the ICU that was sedated and on a vent, a family member showed up out of nowhere and was staying the day and night. I got pretty suspicious of them because they were clearly lying about knowing this person. Just talked to the fake family member about how it must have been sad since they just celebrated their birthday a week or so before getting ill. This person said it was a wonderful party and such. To which I replied, their birthday hadn't occurred yet and wouldn't for months. Turned out, when security came, it was a homeless person who snuck in and found a room with a sedated patient and decided to make it a place to stay. Needless to say, security to enter the ICU was absolute-ish. My EMT instructor told me he and his crew ran on a seizure call. Gets there, doors wide open, female patient is unconscious, and Buck A naked. They start assessing her while one guy clears the house to make sure no one else is inside and gets something to cover her. After doing an arm drop test, and trying to check her pupils, they all figure out that she's faking her illness. However, their general policy was to never openly state that, but to just roll with it instead. In line with that, he starts to call for an ambulance to come take her to the hospital, when one of his guys says, Captain, she's clearly faking it. This woman, who is supposed to be unconscious and unresponsive, says, No, I'm not. When I was a kid, I would plan my sick days way ahead of time. Had an old thermos that I would pour leftover milk, meat, whatever. Leave it on the windowsill in my bedroom and just letting it fester for a month. Of course, the thermos was closed, so no smells escaped. I set an alarm for the middle of the night, dumped the contents of the thermos on my rug, and ran to tell my dad I was throwing up and so sick. However... This thermos monstrosity filled the entire condo up with horrible smells, and both me and my dad ended up puking into the tub at the same time every time we tried to clean up the rug. He had to take the day off of work, too. Needless to say, I never pulled that again. Obligatory not a doctor. I'm a nurse. We had a guy who would come in every three months to get a medical certificate to say he couldn't work at his retail job due to severe disabling back pain. He was receiving large amounts of insurance money for his condition. After the doctor had done his usual examination and questions and signed it off, the guy asks the doctor to check his shoulder, which Doc does and asks how he injured it. Guy says, playing rugby for a competitive team. Really, says Doc. How long have you been playing for them? Guy has been playing and training the whole time. Doc puts this info on his insurance form. Doc loses his ish in the staff room laughing. Next week, the patient loses his ish in reception because his insurance has been canceled. My mom's an ER nurse and said once some crazy lady came in and complained that she had the whooping cough, and whenever she coughed, she would follow it with a loud, Whoop? She's doing it wrong. That's a coughing whoop. No doctor, but a funny story from work a couple years ago. Guy calls in sick for around eight days, says on the phone he is really sick, comes back to work the next week tanned as F. This dude hands a medical slip to the manager, written in Spanish. On the slip, there is an official seal from some random Cuban clinic. Guy walks over to me with a grin on his face, saying, Yeah, I'm probably fired. He was fired. 30-year-old woman came to the ED with such excruciating belly pain, paralyzed, oh god it hurts when you press here, must have oxycodone now. ED doc said that if she can get out of the ED bed and do 20 jumping jacks, we'll give her the oxy. She did 20 jumping jacks, then got kicked out of the ED. Ophthalmology technician, people pretend to be blind all the time, go to check their eye pressure with the tono pen, a device you poke them directly into the eye with, and they go, what the F is that thing? I'm an ICU and ER nurse. We get a lot of malingering in the ER. One day, one of our frequent flyers came in and she started faking a seizure in triage. Now obviously I know this lady, and she's fake seized a million times before. But this time it's in the lobby in front of about 30 people who have no way of knowing it's fake. She's rolling around on the floor, making a darn fool of herself, and folks look horrified. I walked up to her and calmly said, Karen, what are you doing? To which this genius responds, I'm seizing. I told her to stop seizing. So she did.